Hello, welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Hope you're well. Full slate of things going on as we start to wind down. Yeah, we got uh, final weekends coming up, oddly enough, for some of these teams. And uh, we'll get into that here in a minute. But we'll start off with Team Maryland, who had a, a couple games on the slate. A little bit of a, a, a less hectic week for them as they only had two games this weekend. Starting off first, they went up to uh, the PA Huntsman's area and checked them out for uh, a game, and as usual, a tightly contested game um, full of uh, a lot of uh, uh, niceties thrown at each other. But uh, in the first period, it was really all PA Huntsman. 12-3 uh, to three were the shots, just a lot of uh, a firing range almost put onto uh, to Jake Hewson. But uh, he was pretty solid in that first part. The only uh, shortcoming was during a power play midway through the period. Ryan Arendes uh, gets his seventh of the year for the Huntsman. Made it one to nothing. But uh, Houston and Team Maryland shut it down and stop a little bit of the bleeding after one being down one to nothing. They get on uh, get it on quick in the second period as 144 and Aiden Theroloff gets his eighth of the year on the power play. Uh, Vadim Froloff, his 20th assist. Nola Zotter's 20th assist as well. Ties the game up at one. But it wasn't until late in the frame where the Huntsman would get the lead back with Alex Erlin, uh, former Team Maryland player, getting his 16th of the year. And that made it 2-1 to one going into the second intermission. A bit more tight checking in the third period, though. Uh, not a lot of shots given up at all. 9-8 to eight in favor of PA for that entire frame. But... Nola Zotter was able to tie the score up with under four minutes remaining. 15th goal of the year from Reese Mills, his eighth assist, and Eric Katowski's fifth assist. We are tied up. Then in the overtime period, Team Maryland got on their horses, out shooting uh, the Huntsman 7-1, getting a lot of possession in all of this, but unfortunately not able to get the game winner. So they go into a shootout. In that shootout, Aiden Hellier was the only player who scored for the Huntsman. And that's all she wrote on this one as Team Maryland drops this one 3-2 uh, to two in a shootout. Jake Hewson, 38 saves in the defeat. But it was a, uh, a decent showing. These teams, again, a situation where uh, the home team always seems to come out on top in these games. And that was no exception for this one. But Team Maryland, a couple days off before they went ahead and took on uh, the Philadelphia Little Flyers who are chasing them. In, as well as the Huntsman, really, for playoff positioning in the South Division. And Team Maryland on Monday did their work, got it done quick, got it done fast, and take out the little flyers. Jack Lamont gets his eighth of the year, 10.08 into the frame. Eric Katowski, sixth assist. Uh, Theo Laudis, his seventh, 13th, or 13th assist, not seventh. Uh, that made it one nothing. Team Maryland. Team Maryland, again, first period, kind of uh, feeling out period for each other. Uh, out shooting Philadelphia 7-5, to but not a lot of shots to be had on that second period. Chase Hannon, 7-26 in, gets his sixth of the year from Theo Laudas and Vadim Froloff. Uh, Laudas, 14th assist, second of the game. Uh, Froloff's 21st assist of the season. Jake Houston shutting things down overall in the second period, keeping a clean sheet. Uh, 13 shots in, 13 shots saved. Team Maryland up 2 to nothing going into the third period. And in the third period, Philadelphia started to take control, started to get a little bit more offense 
on to goal. But Team Maryland, after the midway point, they really start to put it away. Nola Zotter, his 16th goal of the season with the assist going to Will Moran, his 14th assist, 11.06 into the third. And then with under three minutes remaining, Jack Lamoth, he bookends this game with his ninth goal of the year, second of the game from Eric Katowski, his second assist and seventh on the year. And Noah Goose, his seventh assist of the year. Team Maryland takes this one. Four to nothing. Jake Houston, perfect. 29 for 29, getting a shutout uh, on the season. So uh, good for him to get that going there. In the standing side of things, that uh, kind of three points, or the uh, the points really help uh, Team Maryland, especially in that shootout. They are up to third right now, uh, 39 points. They are one point up on the Philadelphia Little Flyers, one point behind the New Jersey 87s, uh, six points behind the New Jersey Bears, who are in first place, but also seven points up on the uh, Philadelphia Hockey Club. So that is uh, good vibes on that one. Um, big week coming up with uh, New York Apple Corps going up there to play them on Thursday. Then they're stopping in to take on the Connecticut Rough Riders on Friday. And then on Monday afternoon, the Philadelphia Little Flyers come to town uh, for Team Maryland. So you can go out there on Monday afternoon, take a, take a little bit of a break off for yourself. On the lunchtime hour, go down and see some free hockey and chant, uh, cheer on Team Maryland in their push for the playoffs. Two, uh, two commitments this week. First off, uh, Riley Maskowski uh, getting the call up from Franklin Pierce University. He played in limited action this season for Team Maryland with three wins, five, uh, five losses, and zero ties in nine games, 3.16 goals against, 8.99 save percentage, and a shutout. He also played... Uh, two games last year for Team Maryland, uh, started in one or got the decision in one, went 1-0-0, 0.94 goals against and a 9.67 save percentage. So he has moved up to Franklin Pierce. And forward Will Moran also has committed th this week. The Oni Maryland native is uh, going to uh, Misericordia University in uh, this coming fall. So a big uh, big get for him. He is on the move up. He has had a solid season so far, had a big weekend uh, as well uh, for, for the uh, Team Maryland side of things. So it's going to be good for him to uh, get things rolling into his next uh, adventure into the hockey world. So congratulations to Maskowski and Moran on their commitments. Stevenson University men's squad is on what the kids like to call a heater and they were hoping to continue that in a home-and-home -home, uh, series against Arcadia. And boy, howdy, did they do just that. They get things started early on Friday at Arcadia. Blake Benson getting his name on the goal side of things from Aiden McDowell and Zach Bannister. 7-19 uh, into the first period gives uh, Stevenson the early lead. Not much else happening in the first period overall for these side of things. So, uh the uh, the Mustangs go up one nothing, but in the second period they really break loose. Starting 4:44 into the second period on the power play, John Musella making it two nothing from Kyle Lightfoot and Jack Carlson. Then Groin McElroy less than two minutes later from Evan Beers and Aiden McDowell that makes it three to nothing. And then who else but uh, Liam McCanny? Only 58 seconds after McCroy's goal, unassisted, all alone, four to nothing. In that, and hey, why not team it up there? 57 seconds after McCanny's goal, Kyle Lightfoot notches the 5-0 score line. Jake, uh, Jake Roberts and Eric Olson on the assist. 5-0 in quick succession in less than four minutes. Four goals in less than four minutes for Stevenson. 
huge for them. Uh, and, you know, can't stop, won't stop. Uh-uh, bad boy for life. They are rolling in this one. Third period, no different. 333 in. Zach Bannister notches the 6-0 goal from Rhett Evgen and Aiden Graham. And then Blake Benson sandwiches the scoring for Stevenson. Uh, 907 in with Zach Bannister and Evan Beers getting assists, making it 7-0. The uh, Arcadia would get two goals, unfortunately. Mike Casas with the power play goal in the third period, and then uh, Cody Maste with under four minutes remaining makes it 7-2, but is all for not 7-2 is the final. Stevenson takes game one of the weekend. Ty Alton was solid, 18 saves, no goals against. He left way for Nathan Kreschenbaum for the last 10 minutes and 53 seconds. He made four saves, uh, letting in those last two goals, which as a cool goaltender, you've got to figure, unfortunately, that was going to happen. But Ty Alton gets the dub in that one and uh, had himself another solid game. We move on to Saturday there, shifted it back to Reisterstown, and uh, they could shift it back wherever they wanted to go. It was not going to change. Uh, Stevenson, nothing happened in the first period, but Stevenson gets on the board in the second, early 520 in. Frank Vitucci makes it one nothing from Brendan Rylott. And then late in the game with under five minutes remaining, Liam McCanny makes it 2 nothing from Frank Vitucci and Malcolm Palmer. Uh, on the power play, again, under five minutes left in the second. It's 2 to nothing, Stevenson. Then less than two minutes later, then under two minutes later, uh, Arcadia gets one back, cuts the lead in half. Uh, Wesley Crowfoot makes it 2-1 to one late into the second period. That's where we go heading into the third, and then it was all Mustangs in the third. Liam McKenney, another power play goal, making it 3-1, to 5-0-8 in. John Musella and Malcolm Palmer with the assist. Then Jake the Snake Roberts makes it 4-1 to one midway through the frame. Evan Beers and Brendan Rylott on the assist. And then Liam McCanny completes his hat trick five, uh, with under five minutes remaining. 5-1 to one the score. He gets an assist from John Masella. That is all she wrote. 5-1 to one. the finale in this one. Uh, tie out in 23 saves. Goes the whole 60 minutes. Gets the win in this one. And Stevenson also uh, gets the, a, uh, the MAC championship for the year, and it's their second straight title uh, from the MAC Conference. A solid, solid showing from uh, all these gentlemen in this one. Uh, they put a 6-2 to record in the MAC with 18 points. That can't be surpassed for the remainder of the season, which is still about three weeks away. So a huge, huge uh, accolade for this team who's going to be looking for more. Obviously, they're going to try and get a whole heck of a lot more going for this season as uh, very high aspirations for them right now with the way that they have been uh, rolling in the past few weeks and months and everything like that into the season. And another player of the league, Liam McCanny, uh, getting MAC honors with the MAC championship victory. He had a hat trick uh, in his uh, weekend stint uh, on his Friday, on a Saturday stint, four goals this weekend, 19 points and a plus 18 rating this season for the former Northeast General in the NAHL. So next, it's going to be a home-and-home home at Newman uh, on Friday and then coming back to Reisterstown Sportplex for the uh, home finale of that side. The Stevenson University women's team still trying to find some kind of groove going. They had a groove going in two weeks ago, and then last week kind of got shuttered down, seeing if they can't do it. They have a home-and-home home as well against Acadia. And Acadia got into it uh, early. Uh, first period, a power play goal from Ariel Williamson gives Arcadia the one nothing lead. Uh, but that's all it was after one frame. And then 
another power play goal for Arcadia. Morgan Dean with uh, the uh, goal 5-15 into the second period with the extra player 2 to nothing for Arcadia. Stevenson would get a power play goal back on their own. Cassie Campbell, 15-26 into the frame. Emily Brightbill and Frankie Capello with the assist, 2-1, cutting the lead in half. But two minutes and change later, uh, Carolyn Hawk White was able to get Arcadia another goal, regaining the two-goal lead, making it 3-1 going into break. And then 7-39 into the third period, Emily Wilson seals the deal 4-1, for Arcadia, that would be your final, as Stevenson unfortunately can't find uh, can't find what they were looking for in this one. Maggie Sinert, 45 saves in the defeat. It was senior night on Saturday, though. They went back home to Reisterstown. They honored their seniors and looked to get uh, not only a win for the weekend, but their first win on home ice, which is um, very, very peculiar. Uh, it's one of those things where home ice has been a disadvantage for them. And it seemed to be uh, the case this weekend as well. 7.40 into the first period. Haley Koss of Arcadia makes it one to nothing uh, to, uh, for Arcadia. And then in the second period, uh, with just under three minutes remaining, 3.06, or 2.06, almost under two minutes remaining, uh, Berkeley Hibbert makes it two to nothing going into the second intermission. And then 30, uh, two power play goals from Carl Winhawk White back to back. And then Berkeley Hibbert gets her second of the year, five to or second of the game, five to nothing was the final in this one. Stevenson gets shut out uh, on senior night and on home ice. Unfortunately, Ansley King twenty five saves in the defeat, and it has uh, not been not been too too great for the women's side this year after a uh, a season that had a little bit of a. Uh, for a season that had some question marks going into it, uh, it kind of seems that the answers are still floating out there somehow, some way. Unfortunate overall because uh, there is there is a lot, plenty of talent on this team. It's just a matter of goal scoring. There's not a lot of uh, goal scorers on this team. Uh, they have been shut out a numerous amounts of times. They have gotten one or two goals, you know, pretty much everywhere else. They haven't really shown an offensive explosion. So uh, that that in the past years they've had, but uh, you have to grow and you have to mold. Near there are going to be these ebbs and flows with college hockey. Um, four years in, four years out, there's going to be a cycle. So hopefully it's a learning experience for those who come back and uh, see what they can do in the grand scheme of things and see what uh, see what they can produce for uh, looking ahead to next year. There is still some season left, even though it was senior weekend. Uh, it doesn't mean the games are over. There's still a couple more weeks for Stevenson, including this weekend at Manhattansville. They will see what they can do, see what they can muster, see if they can't get some swagger back out there in Western PA. The Naval Academy men's side were back on home ice for the entire weekend as they took on Temple and Lehigh. Uh, overall, it was a solid weekend for them. Uh, you get a sweep of the weekend. That's always damn good. A nice little... Uh, Nice little pep up, maybe a little too little too late for this squad, but they get something going at least. I mean, you can't take that away from uh, Friday night's game. Uh, a solid adventure against Temple and uh, got started off a little early, midway, almost midway through the uh, first period as a uh, turnover in the zone by Temple gives Nick Allen his 12th goal of the year. 
Mike Rockovich, his 16th assist. Evan Adams, his 10th assist. Navy up one to nothing. And Navy kind of taking the offensive side of things in the second period as well. Uh, 36 seconds in. Blink and you miss it. A point shot from Dane Smoter uh, through traffic. His first of the year from Nick Allen. His eighth assist. Navy up two to nothing. 6.28 into the frame and the second frame. A nice little cut in from the left side by Robert Cunningham. He gets to the middle and rips one from the slot for his fifth of the year. All alone. Makes it three nothing. Navy and Navy kept on battling back and forth and with under a minute remaining Michael Rokovich the rock throw it up he gets uh, a nice little rebound in front he rips one home for his seventh of the year Justin Carl's fifth assist Nick Allen's ninth assist of the year second of the game Navy rolling at four to nothing then Temple took the momentum back in the third period they were uh, putting a plenty of shots on and then uh, they were getting some in uh, Joseph Stelasio his sixth goal, 150 in for Temple, gets them to 4-1. to one. And then under uh, two minutes remaining, 106 if you're being precise. Stilacco again gets his second of the game, seventh of the year to make it 4-2. to two. But Matthew Cho with an empty net goal, his third of the season. And there you go. That will do it. 5-2, to two, the, victory, uh, the win, the victory. Andrew Rugg gets that, 29 saves and a solid performance from him. And uh, Navy getting things going. They look to close out the entirety of the weekend against uh, Lehigh, who we'll talk about here again in a moment. Uh, because, boy, howdy, they had themselves a weekend, too. Lehigh uh, comes in. They came in a little strong. Came in a little strong. They get the first goal late into the first period. Chris Dorner, his eighth of the year, makes it one to nothing. But with 54 seconds remaining in the first period, Nick Allen gets a nice little redirect uh, from the point. It went in and went out. They started. Some of them started celebrating. Some of them didn't. No one knew what happened. The ref pointed to the goal, and that's how she wrote on that one. His 13th of the year. Says unassisted, but I don't know how he redirected it when it didn't get shot first. But either way, Navy goes into the break 1-1 one to one tied up. Then in the second period, a little bit of penalty trouble for Navy, but their penalty killers were solid, killing off four penalties in the second period. Uh, Lee High would get a penalty, uh, a lone penalty in the second period, but Navy made him pay. Patrick Laughlin, his fifth of the year. Uh, top of the circle, just wristing it through traffic, puts it home. Nick Allen with his 10th assist of the year. Evan Adams, his 11th assist, and that made it 2-1 to one for Navy as they headed into the third like that. And then 7-14 in, Aiden Wallstrom, his third of the year. The goalie turned it over. He turned it over. He passed it to Sean Milanete. Milanete found Wallstrom in the front. Wallstrom just pots it home. Easiest goal he could probably ever score with a goaltender still in net. His third of the year, Milanete's uh, second assist of the year. And then for his trouble, Milanete gets the empty netter goal with 107 remaining. And there you go. Navy wins 4-1. to one. Andrew Rugg, another solid performance back there. 27 saves in the victory. Navy goes 2-0. and how you like me now? So that's a good, good uh, bounce back weekend for them. I'm sure from a uh, weekend that they would uh, rather have back, obviously given the uh, the game against Towson. So the ECHA website and the standings on that have not been updated since the 12th of December. So since the break, as it stood right there, Towson or Navy was uh, six points behind Temple. Uh, each uh, game, each win is three points. Okay, so. They get six points, so that's 12, but I don't know what Temple's done in the past weeks either, so 
We're going to have to see what happens there. It could be out of place. It could be out of there. But either way, all games are must-win games for Navy at this point, and they got to follow through and see what they can do about that. Again, the Towson game rescheduled for the uh, 16th, but before that, uh, after the Crab Pot is when the Towson games are rescheduled for. Could it come down to that? Who knows? they got to get through Villanova and Westchester, who visit McMullen Ice Arena this weekend. You can go down and check out all the action. Uh, or uh, check out the uh, great broadcast on the Brigade Sport Complex with uh, some of the Navy dads doing the uh, doing the broadcast, which is, as you would think, pretty great and uh, very raw in all of that. So awesome to hear that on their YouTube channel. So we will see what Navy does next uh, this coming weekend. Townsend, they uh, they had a they had their big win last night or last week against Navy. And now they are trying to uh, get things going, try to get the vibes going. No. Vibes were not complete. Lehigh visit them on Friday. Uh, it was a home weekend for Towson, three games. Uh, and uh, Lehigh visit them Friday, and then 4.59 in the Lehigh was not a great host. As uh, Ferdinand Bugart gets his 10th of the year, gives Lehigh the early lead. But James Hardwood, who has been uh, solid, this season so far for Townsend, he gets his 10th of the year to tie it up, 11.50 in, before Zach Gruber nets his fifth for Lehigh with under three minutes remaining to make them 2-1 uh, to one after one period of play. And then quick into it in the second, 48 seconds in, Michael Gresh is 15th for Lehigh, makes it 3-1. to one. And then Gresh again, 9.31 in, his 16th second of the uh, camp, or second of the game, makes it 4-1. to one. And then a power play goal from Ryan Mock, uh, Potts home, and that's his uh, third of the year, giving Lehigh the 5-1 to one lead. But under a minute remaining, Harwood again. Potts home, his, uh, a power play goal, his second of the game from Jeremy Wilson. His 14th assist to make it 5-2. Going to the break, and he completes the hat trick. Does Harwood 5-30 into the third with his 12th of the year. Jeremy Wilson's 15th assist. Sam Rudnick's 7th assist. And that's all they would get close to. Sean Grant, Potts' his 17th of the year, 5-49 in. And then is uh, with under a minute remaining, he punts his 18th and second of the game uh, to end it. Seven to three to final. Lehigh outshoots Townsend 67 to 35. Let's keep these stats in mind, ladies and gentlemen. 67 to 35. Nate Barlow makes 60 saves in the defeat. So Lehigh out. Buffalo in. University at Buffalo comes in for uh, two games as uh, they uh, take the trip down to Towson. And they get things started early, too. 217, Edward Dog uh, Dovgan for Buffalo gets his fourth goal of the year, puts the Ice Bulls up one to nothing. They uh, outshoot Towson 21-11 to in the first period. Uh, James Harwood on a heater again in the second period. On the shorthand, he gets his 13th of the year uh, to tie the game up at one in the second. Evan uh, OMB with his first assist as a Tiger. Uh, again, tied at one, but 9.23 into the frame. Nathan Reichel, his first of the year. Uh, transfer over from Delaware uh, for the uh, the Ice Bulls, and that makes it 2-1. Uh, to one. And then on a shorthanded attempt, Buffalo gets one back. Ryan Kelly with 1.12 remaining in the second period. Makes it 3-1 to, to on the shorthanded attempt. And, uh, yeah, 22-9 to nine were the shots for University at Buffalo in the second period. Third period, Ryan Peterson, his 17th of the year on the power play, 557 in for the Ice Bulls, uh, gives them a 4-1 to lead. Jeremy Wilson then gets on the goal-scoring side, his 15th of the year from James Harwood, his 13th assist. 
that cuts the lead to three. Um, but then Ryan Peterson gets another goal, 8-19 in for his 18th of the year. And then it finally ends with Anthony uh, Trigino with his sixth of the year for the Ice Bulls. That's the final. Make it 6-2. to two. Uh, Towson outshot 65 to 35 in this one. James Price gets the loss. He saved 30 or 43 of 47. Daniel Ludwig gets thrown in there. He saves 16 of 18 from the last 12:49 of the game. So, a late game on Saturday. B gets an early ass game on Sunday. A 9:30 start at Ice World, and um, Buffalo got started early. Ryan Peterson, 137, and he gets his 19th of the year. Puts the Ice Bulls up one to nothing early, but Liam Ritter gets one back, ties the score 543 in his first of the year, all alone to give Towson the tie game, but a quick succession in the later part of the frame gives Buffalo kind of gets him out of hand. Jonathan Gallagher gets his eighth of the year, 1249 into the frame, and then Ryan Edwards, less than two minutes later, Gets his first of the season to make it 3-1 to one Buffalo. Then with uh, a minute and 22 remaining, Noah Feinberg, uh, sorry, minute 26 remaining, Noah Feinberg gets his first of the year for Buffalo and makes it 3-1 to one, or 4-1 to one going into the second. Second period, early start again for Buffalo. Edward Dovigan uh, gets his fifth of the year, makes it 5-1. Uh, to one. Then Towson getting two back-to-back -back ones. Jeremy Wilson getting his 16th of the year from James Harwood, his 14th assist. And then middle of the frame, Harwood gets to his 14th goal for Jeremy Wilson's 16th assist. And that gives Towson a little bit of life in this one, making it 5-3. Uh, to three. But Buffalo, Tanner Douglas, fifth of the year with under three minutes remaining, puts them ahead 6-3 to three going to the third. And this is when things got – if things couldn't get more out of hand, they got out of hand in this one. Uh, Douglas starts the third period off. With his second of the game, uh, sixth of the year, 2-13 in before Matthew Belinsky gets his 13th of the year and 14th of the year within a minute of each other. Then uh, Jonathan Zajac, his third of the year for Buffalo. And then it starts to get even more out of hand. Anthony Cotty gets his 12th of the season. Well, until 11-15 in the third period when Jeremy Wilson breaks up the monotony with his 17th of the year. James Harwood and uh, Ethan uh, or Evan Owenby with his second assist. I think those are the only guy, oh, Liam Ritter as well. Those are the only other guys that really scored this weekend. And then Tanner Douglas finishes out his hat trick with his seventh of the year. That ends the scoring. 12 to 4, the scoreline. Buffalo wins this one. They outshoot Towson 80 to 41. 8 0 to 4 1. Sean Knudsen gets thrown in there. The freshman goaltender, he makes 68 saves in the defeat. Towson gives up 212 shots on the weekend. They get outscored 25-9. to And boy, howdy. That was a weekend for Towson. After the highest highs of beating Navy, then uh, that happens. They only have one game this weekend. They travel up to Temple on Saturday. They could help Navy out. Maybe they don't. Who knows? But... They will take on Temple on Saturday and then prepare for the uh, the Crab Pot, which is the weekend after. I think they take on New Jersey Institute of Technology in the first game. So, University of Maryland Terrapins, they played this weekend as well. They had a uh, three set of games. They took on um, the uh, Rowan uh, Profs on Friday night, and then they took on uh, Denison Saturday and Sunday. 
We'll go with the props first because that's when Friday starts. 125 into it. Newest Terp, Caleb Craven. Gets a rebound off a turnover. He gets his first collegiate goal from Patrick Banoski and James Boddy. James Boddy also returning from an ACL injury. So two guys who, one new, one uh, returning, getting into the score sheet very quick. Makes it one nothing Terps. But six seconds later, somehow Rowan ties it up. Daniel Duffy gets his first of the year. And that makes it a uh, tie game. 4.43 in, though. Break, uh, Blake Wainer gets his first of the year. Rebound off a point shot from Chase Wilson. Potts at home. Wainer's uh, first of the year. Will Chase Wilson's eighth assist. Chirps up 2-1. to one. But uh, 116 remaining in the first period. Dylan Casey ties it up for Rowan with his first assist. Uh, first goal of the season. 2-2 two to two going into break. In the second period, Cameron Chandler. Of Rowan, 11th goal of the year, 44 seconds in. That puts Rowan up uh, by a score of 3-2. Three to, three to two. But Max Newham, he gives automatic off the backboard. A nice little bank off the backboard from uh, Daniel Tomaszewski. Breaches Max Newham, his 25th of the year. Tomaszewski's 13th assist. Brian Teske's 11th assist. Terps tied up at three. Uh, that's how they would end in the third period. Then in the third period, Rowan takes over. Quick secession. Uh, three goals in five minutes and a, five minutes and one second. JT Zangrea, his eighth. Justin Carr, his first. Josh Blanchetti, his first. That's all she wrote. Six to three is the final in this one. Henry Peltier, 51 saves on 57 shots as Rowan really picked up the work in that second and third period. So uh, what happens then? Clear that out. Clear mind. Dennison comes in. Uh, Dennison from uh, Ohio, I do believe. Uh, they came in, they took on uh, the Terps, and things went Dennison's way early. Uh, and this this was an interesting game for the sheer fact that uh, Patrick Adams gets his first game in net for the Terps, played 28 minutes, and we'll tell tell you why he got a little bit of a uh, the hook job on this one. Jake Dimitova, Dimitova gets his first goal for Dennison, 13-35, and his third goal of the season, rather. Makes it one to nothing, but Terps get it back, tie the game up. Uh, moments later, with uh, Jacob Fabriani with his first goal of the year, clean win by Chase Wilson in the faceoff dot. He gets his ninth assist, tied up at one. But then, with eight seconds left in the uh, first period, Tommy Wraith gets his 16th of the year. That put Dennison up two to one before the break. Then in the early going, uh, Dennison gets another one, makes it three to one with Pepper Deturo, his first of the season. And then less than three minutes later, Seth Kathleen gets his fifth, uh, 15th of the year to put Dennison up 4-1. Uh, to one. Chase Wilson would get one back for Maryland, his second of the year with uh, 3.55 remaining in the frame. Stolen just at, a, just at the side of the net on the rebound. Puts it home. Second of the year, Alex Sandell, sixth assist. Trevor Drake, 21st assist of the season. Not long after that, on the shorthanded side of thing, Preston Fisk gets his 28th goal of the year for Dennison. Uh, puts them up again by four, uh, by three goals. And then uh, Lawrence Viola, his ninth of the year with under three minutes in the second to play. That puts them up six to two going into the third period. Brian Teske on the power play, 549 in for Maryland. Gets one in. A nice little wrister from the point goes in. James Boddy, his second assist. Tucker Healy's 12th assist on the power play. But minutes later, Seth Kaplan gets one back for Dennison. A power play goal of their own. His 16th of the year. All hell broke loose in that second period, too, I must say. Uh, just a whole lot of stuff from uh, Alex Sarah getting a contact to the head major. 
<coughs> to uh, Max Noonan getting into it with uh, some other guys and uh, Jacob uh, Dimitava from Denison getting a checking from behind. It was a whole soiree in that middle of the second period. In any case, uh, Matthew Gravitsky scores with uh, 2.09 remaining on the uh, pa- on a shorthanded side of things, just a two-on-one. Nice little pass over from Max Noonan for his 17th assist. Andrew McMenamin gets his first assist, but it was all for not 7-4 to four the final in this one. Uh, Patrick Adams, he would uh, make 23 saves in this one. Henry Peltier gets the loss because he was out there for the fifth goal. Uh, he uh, made 32 saves in that. So uh, another game that was a, needed to be a quick turnaround as uh, they had themselves a game on Sunday afternoon in the back rank. Did not get a chance to go back and watch this one, uh, which is good because those back rank games are hell in terms of just trying to broadcasting and trying not to go insane. So we'll run through this one. Uh, Preston Fisk on the power play gets it going for Denison 504 in. Uh, his 29th of the year puts him up there in the Maryland trying to get back to it. Maryland did get into uh, some issues as uh, Tucker Healy and Max Noonan got some unsportsmanlike misconduct penalties, player to player, player to official. Uh, good times had by all for Maryland in this one, but they get out of it, and Max Noonan goes ahead and gets himself his 26th goal of the year to start off the second 604 in uh, to a uh, to a big rounding, uh, you know, how you doing on that instance. Then Mackie Kravinsky, uh, two minutes and change later, he gets a power play goal. Uh, Newnham's was assisted by Travis DeShane, his sixth, and Tucker Healy, his 13th assist. Matthew Gravinsky on the power play, his sixth of the year from Alex Sandell, seventh assist. Caleb Craven, again, striking. Second goal on the weekend, second of the year. Luke Mo- uh, Mohan, his second assist. Terps up 3-1. to one. However, Dennison would come back to tie it. Uh, first on the power play, Cam Geary gets his 11th of the year with uh, 5.02 remaining. And then minutes later, Lawrence Viola gets his 10th of the year to tie it with under, uh, actually, 3.07 remaining. And that's where we went into intermission, tied up at three. Denison would get back on top on the power play. Seth Kaplan again striking uh, his 17th of the year. But then Maryland gets one back. Kyla uh, Abosh. But Maryland will get one back a minute and two seconds later. Kyle Abosh, his first of the year from Caleb Craven, his first assist. And Matthew Kravitsky, his fourth assist of the year. And then with under three minutes remaining, 2.05 if you're nasty. Chase Wilson gets his third of the year from Luke Mohan and James Boddy. And that was it. Five to four, the winner in a very hotly contested uh, matchup as Max Newnham gets another uh, 10-minute penalty uh, for, uh, (laughs) for mouthing off to the official. Sunrise, sunset. Henry Beltier, big, big performance from him. 60 saves in the effort. You want to talk about Towson? Maryland gave up a lot of shots this weekend, too. So, uh, but they get a W out of it for, for sure. So, Maryland now looking ahead at home and home at Stevenson, and then they are finished. Uh, they have no other scheduled games after that. ACC, HL playoffs, I'm sure, maybe, perhaps. We'll have to see how that all pans out. But home and home with Stevenson, and then we will see. What happens next for the Terps? Speaking of Stevenson, they went down to uh, University of North Carolina, Wilmington, and then Chapel Hill. Went had a nice little nor- uh, New North Carolina vacation. It was not a vacation. It was not great at all for them. Uh, we'll start off Friday night at uh, UNC Wilmington against the Seahawks. Bowman Graves for UNC. Uh, Wilmington gets the uh, Seahawks up first. His second of the year, 838 in. Uh, makes it one to nothing. 
and then the gates kind of open in the second period. 57 seconds in, UNC uh, gets on top. Chris McGrath, his 14th assist or 14th goal of the year, makes it two to nothing. Then on the power play at 5:04, Nolan Tabraham, his sixth of the year for Wilmington, makes it three to nothing. Cameron Trainer then makes it four to nothing, his third of the year, 30 seconds after Tabraham's goal. And then Colin Roberts, 10:21 in, gets his 11th goal of the year. It's five nothing Seahawks. Wasn't until uh, five eleven remaining in the frame. Nick Hoover pots his second for Steve or seventh for Stevenson, with Jason Dacey getting his second assist. Uh, Stevenson showing some life, and then with the one oh six remaining on the power play, Colin Roberts gets his twelfth of the year, makes it six to one going into the third. In the third period, Aiden Hamilton notches his second of the year, four twenty one in. But that is all Stevenson would get. That would be all the scoring in the third. And the Mustangs dropped this one by a score of 6-2. to two. David Shahadi, 35 saves in the loss. But again, you had to have a quick memory because they got to do some driving. They got to go down to Chapel Hill to take on the Tar Heels. And this one was mostly Tar Heels for, uh, for, the, uh, for better or worse. 135, and Patrick O'Shaughnessy gets his 20th of the year, puts the Tar Heels up 1-0. Then 411 in the first, Zach Mangel gets his second of the year. And then on the power play, 10-12 into the first, Matt Grady, his 15th of the year for the Tar Heels, makes it 3 to nothing. Daniel Carver gets his 8th of the year for UNC, uh, makes it 4 to nothing in uh, 8 8:52 into the second. And then uh, Florian Z- uh, Zajac gets his 4th of the year, 11:04 in for the Tar Heels. It's 5 nothing after 2. 44 seconds into the third, though, Matt Warrington nets his 5th for the Mustangs. Chris Robinson's 10th assist, Nick Hoover's 10th assist, 5-1 uh, at that point. Then North Carolina, three straight goals in uh, five minutes and 12 seconds. Patrick O'Shaughnessy starting off his 21st, then Ben Edwards with his uh, sixth or with his second of the year, and then Matt Grady with his 16th uh, puts it up by a score of 8-1. Uh, Stevenson would get goals from Chris Robinson, his sixth of the year, from Aiden Hamilton, his third assist, and Dominic Norris. His ninth assist, uh, and then Dominic Norris would get on the scoring side with his 13th of the year, 13.07 in from Brendan Jesse, his 15th assist, and Aiden Hamilton, his fourth assist. But then uh, Mechie, Mechie Ashford, first of the year for the Tar Heels with 2.30 left in the game, uh, and that would be it, 9-3, to three, the final for the Tar Heels. Um, no save stats. They just have a shot on goal being the goals that were scored. So... <clears throat> Tough weekend for Stevenson, but they will take on a home-and-home home against Maryland. Does not get any easier, but they usually match up well against Maryland. Uh, historically, in the past, they will be at the Gardens Ice House on Friday and then back in Reisterstown on Sunday, and then they will have Crab Pot coming up after that. The Naval Academy women's program, they uh, only had one game this weekend, and that was against the University of Maryland Terrapins down at the back rink of the Gardens Ice House. And uh, things got started uh, early for Maryland. They had a game the night before. We will talk about that here in a minute. But they get things started quick on the power play, 10:55 in the first period. Uh, Eileen Kilcarry gets her sixth of the year, makes it one nothing Terps. And then minutes later after that, Aliana Skogholm gets her eighth of the year from Elizabeth Braun for her second assist. Terps up two to nothing in the first. But then that's when Navy started to really get things going. 18:14 uh, into the first period, Sam Clark. With the, their eighth goal of the year, Havazar Vinsky gets her third assist of the year, and Elizabeth Perry, her eighth assist of the year on Clark's eighth goal. 
That made it 2-1 to one going into the break, and then Navy struck again early. Uh, first on the power play, Ma uh, Melody Zhu with her first of the year. Anna Peterson with her seventh assist. That ties the game up, and then Peterson gets a goal 10-15 into the frame. Her eighth of the year from Chloe Haynes, her sixth of the season. And then Tina Cornelio with under three minutes remaining in the second period, notches her 18th of the year to make it 4-2. No scoring in the third, and that's how we end it as Navy takes this one by a score of 4-2. They outshot Maryland 57-21 in this one. Uh, Deanna uh, Priveroto gets 19 saves for Navy, and Sydney Molnair, a stellar effort, 53 saves for the Terrapins in this one. Um, Navy, they take on Delaware on Sunday, another big clash of champions that are going on there. That will be on, I do believe, the 412 uh, Productions Network on YouTube. Uh, so if you can look those up, 412 Productions, and the game will be on there with Jane, uh, with uh, with James Witherite on the call. So usually that's how it happens. If it's not there, then blame me. That's my fault at that point. That was the Terps' second game. They played on Friday against Rowan. They went up to Rowan and took that on, and that was all Terps. Terps really dominating uh, the score sheet. Their defense was solid throughout. We get started at 916, and Grace Wildberger, her 10th of the year on the power play, Puts uh, Maryland up one to nothing, and then later in the frame, with under three minutes ago, Catherine Warner, Catherine Warner gets her third of the year to put the Terps up two to nothing. Both unassisted. Looks like all the uh, most the first four goals for Maryland were unassisted. It was two nothing after one. Wildberger does it again early in the second period, two thirty eight in her eleventh of the year, all alone. And then another power play goal, Eliana Skogholm, her sixth of the year, nine fifteen in. Makes it four to nothing for the Terps, but Claire Meehan for Rowan pots in her eighth of the year, uh, only third. Uh, sorry, twelve seconds after Eliana Skogholm's to ruin the shutout there. But Skogholm will get her second of the game, seventh of the season, uh, sixteen twenty into the frame with uh, Christina Carbonova, her second assist of the year. It's five to one going into the third. Lone goal in the third period is uh, Michaela Tinkle Tinkenberg for uh, Rowan. Her sixth of the year, but that's all she wrote after that. Sydney Molnair, another solid effort, 41 saves between the pipes, giving the Terps the win uh, on the week or a split of the weekend for themselves. Gets them a win on Friday. Of course, Saturday they lost. They're now traveled to Va Tech. They'll take on Virginia Tech. I believe a two-game matchup this weekend uh, at home. So check them out if you're at the Gardens Ice House. Go down there, check out some hockey. It'll be a great time for everybody. Uh, and that Navy game, uh, I should uh, you should blame me for that one because that's actually going to be at home. It'll be on the Brigade Sport Complex Network YouTube channel. Go there, not the 412 Productions, unless James Witherite goes down there. Who's to say? Now kind of a interesting state of affairs for Loyola's women program. It was supposed to be their senior night. They were promoting their senior night uh, pretty heavily. Uh, they had uh, they had themselves a, a nice little Instagram story about the, you know, posters made for the the seniors that are going away and everything like that they're taking on Lafayette College and then it got canceled and there's no explanation as to why social social media stuff is kind of quiet on both sides of things and my thought process is maybe there were a lack of players and there was had to be a cancellation or something because Lafayette has had some issues getting players Loyola has had their history of issues with players getting players to play so who knows with that. I guess they were supposed to play Sunday as well. That was a home forfeit against uh, Penn. <clears throat> There's another game supposed to be against Penn, I believe, this weekend. 
but who knows with this? It's kind of a sad, sad state of affairs, especially for the seniors who who who've been there for all four years and and the ups, the the highs and the lows and all that. So that's kind of a an unfitting end to their story in this. So if anything does come out, we'll bring it back to you as soon as we know. But um, sucks. That really does suck um, for the uh, for the Loyola women. So onward and upward from that and uh all the best all the best to them and whatever it is i mean it's a it's a it's a trash situation you hate to see it so uh onward upward i'll do a bit of a d3 roundup on this one uh navy had two games this weekend they took on uh catholic uh, a return visit went down to silver spring maryland they dropped that one four to two on friday night came back home to take on westchester on saturday and they dropped that one four to one there no score sheets there so we have to go onward and upward uh, from that. Uh, we go to Stevenson. Stevenson had a couple games this weekend as well. Stevenson's D3 team, they went up to uh, Westchester on Friday. No scoring on that one. Uh, so nothing to bring you. Uh, and then they uh, they get a late-night dub on Saturday over York uh, by a score of 5-4. to four. Cunningham made 42 saves. Hill had two goals and two assists. Westcott had a goal. Uh, Borak, very nice, had uh, two goals and an assist among us. Gets a two to assist, and Grunger gets an assist as well. Knock up with the first names. I you know there's no roster pages up on the ACCHL. It's frustrating. So Stevenson splits that weekend there. So uh, congratulations to them. Uh, Loyola, I do believe the Loyola had a game. I thought Loyola had a game. They have a game coming up this weekend. They will be taking on uh, Westchester, uh, but they uh, did not have a game. This weekend, they have a lot of games coming up, and I think a lot of these have doubled up. Uh, Westchester and Catholic this weekend, and then they'll take on George Mason, uh, and then George Mason, and then Rowan they've already played in February. This is confusing, man. Holy ACCHL, let's get your ish together. Any case, uh, that's it. That's that. I don't know if Salisbury's played at all this semester yet either. Um, I haven't heard much from them, but we can only do what we can do, right, folks? And uh, move on and upward in that one. Let's get to some players. And I will I will take the hit on this one. This was my bad. I did not know Grace Campbell, who is a phenom for Boston College, uh, was a Marylander, and that's on me. She is uh, a, a sophomore, sophomore goalie at Boston College. Uh, she's currently 13-8-6 with a 2.40 goals against and a 9.23 save percentage in two shutouts in 27 games for the Golden Eagles. She is the de facto starter, former Team Maryland, 13U AAA player, before going to Shattuck St. Mary's and then the Potomac Patriots in the USPHL. But she is taking uh, taking Boston College to the moon, the 20-year-old from Kensington, Maryland. Uh, congratulations to her, and that is my bad. That's my bad for oversighting her, and I shan't, shan't do it again. Uh, I really should just go roster to roster from that, and uh, yeah, kind of go see what see what ha happened in all of that. And we'll do a flip reverse, and we'll go ahead and check out uh, Jack Spicer, another goaltender in the midst. He played uh, two games this weekend, got a loss shootout loss on Saturday, and then came in relief for a win on Sunday. Um, had a uh, 929 save percentage on uh, fr on Saturday night with 26 saves. Made 17 saves in 40 minutes uh, on Sunday. 
Gave up two goals, gets the win against Omaha, puts him to 7-6-0, 3.01 goals against 8-8-8 save percentage for Jack Spicer. Sam Annis had two assists on Friday night against uh, Denimo, or I'm sorry, against Locomotive for Denimo, and uh, puts him up to 24 assists on the year, 43 points in 55 games. As uh, K KHL, I do believe, starting to round some things up. So we will have to see what is going on in that instance. Charlie Serrato had an assist on Saturday against the U.S. NDTP team as uh, Youngstown swept them this weekend, uh, putting him at uh, 23 assists on the season in 21 games, 26 points total for him as well as he starts to uh, get his name known. Eric Charpentier got an assist for Dartmouth this weekend against Colgate in a losing effort, unfortunately, but that's his third assist of the season in 20 games that he has played back there. Uh, four points overall as well for the uh, for the former New Jersey Titan, uh, speaking of which. Patrick Giles uh, got himself an assist on Saturday night in a loss against uh, Springfield. He is now at 13 points in 38 games for the Chevy Chase Maryland native. Stephen Holiday uh, having a solid weekend for himself, even though uh, Ohio State did not. Had a goal and two assists in two games against Penn State. Again, getting that uh, swagger back in the second half of the season. 27 points in 26 games so far for him. Lacey Eaton had a weekend against Minnesota Duluth. Uh, a goal on Friday, two goals and an assist on Saturday, and a heck of a weekend for herself. How about that? 21 goals, 39 points so far this season for Eden in 26 games for the uh, in her junior season. So her senior season is going to be huge uh, for sure. Jesse Horacek got two assists, one each night, as the Black Bears of Maryland defeated the New Jersey Titans in a sweep this weekend. Horacek, 32 points in 41 games for the Maryland Black Bears. Not to be outdone, Dimitri Kibrew, he had himself a goal on Friday night, tying the Black Bears' all-time record with Luke Mountain, but the Silver Spring uh, Maryland native now atop that as well, fighting tooth and nail for that, so he is uh, doing pretty dang good for himself. 12 goals, 25 assists in 39 games for Kebrew. Will Lawrence had two assists, one on Friday, one on Saturday for Johnstown as they swept Maine this weekend. He's got 10 goals and 21 assists in 38 games for Johnstown. Blake Montgomery, his show continues to go on as he had a goal and two assists on Sunday for the Lincoln Stars as they defeated the uh, Muskegon Lumberjacks 5-2. to two. That puts him at 14 goals and 25 points on the season in 33 games for the Annapolis native. Not to be outdone, Brother Bryce had himself a weekend too. Uh, five points in three games for Bryce Montgomery. Uh, had an assist on Friday night and a big win for South Carolina over Wichita. Then had two assists and a big win uh, over South Carolina. Wichita then had a goal and an assist in an overtime win on Sunday. So that puts Bryce Montgomery at three goals and nine points in 31 games. That includes six assists because that's math, baby. And Evan Orloff uh, also uh, uh, was part of that Will Lawrence uh, series. He had one assist in the shootout loss on Friday night for Maine, and that putting him at eight goals, 15 assists in 23 points for 51 in 51 games. <clears throat> and that'll do it. That we have done. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Uh, it's been a heck of a week. We're going to have an even bigger week as we start to wind down some things. Playoff pictures become clearer. 
and we'll see where everything goes and all that. But that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been uh, Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the Face-Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Uh, check us out next week. Uh, we will be talking about a lot of stuff uh, at Chesapeake HW Pod for all the stuff that may be going down on that one. And until then, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, play that clutch and grab hockey, and I'll talk to you next time through. Peace.